Welcome to Chilling with Teddy G, an authentic black channel empowering the black community and capturing the modern day black reality through investigative journalism. I'm your host, Teddy G. Hello to my melanated kings and queens, my African brothers and sisters, and to my listening audience around the world. Welcome to another episode of CWTG. As you know by now, I'm Teddy G, your host. And on this channel, ladies and gentlemen, you know we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar, no frosting, no watered-down version, and definitely no mayonnaise. All our stories are served up raw. So y'all go grab yourself your favorite cup of coffee, tea, or latte, or whatever it is that you prefer to drink, and join me for the next few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, on this segment of Let's Talk About It. And we're going to discuss uh, the critical race theory, which is something that I've been meaning to get to, but uh, I had uh, put off due to uh, other... Uh, stories that were more important that I figured that needed to get out. Although this is a critical uh, uh, story and information that I think need to be made known to the public. But by now, I'm sure you guys have heard of it and heard about the uh, uh, issues of them not wanting to, <clears throat> excuse me, teach this uh, theory in the uh, public school system. And it's been up for quite a debate and a lot of uh, legislators have drawn up legislation to pre to prevent the critical race theory being taught in our educational system. Now we're gonna get we're gonna do our dirty lines because housekeeping is a must around here, and then we'll talk about this subject. So let's do our dirty laundry, ladies and gentlemen, and get it clean with the uh, copyright uh, act and disclaimer of nineteen. Um, 76 under title 17 section 107 allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism comment news reporting teaching scholarships and research fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing non-profit educational or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use so now ladies and gentlemen with that being said i don't know if all of my listening audience is uh familiar with the term uh, critical race theory and what its meaning is. So I'm going to give you my meaning of it and then I'll, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll uh, give you the uh, their definition of it. But to me, ladies and gentlemen, the critical race theory is the, uh, is the uh, theory that of uh, uh, slavery and racism uh, and the impact that it has on uh, society today when it comes to uh, it being embedded in every uh, fabric of um, the Native Black Americans' uh, everyday existence right now. I mean, we know that from slavery and slave catchers came this uh, law uh, enforcement, uh, uh, race soldiers, um, duty who that called themselves uh cops and and then the very fabric that it goes into when it, we're talking about uh economic we're talking about housing 
We're talking about uh, education. We're talking about this uh, unfair judicial system. Uh, I believe the critical race theory expands on the fact that all of this systemic racism was evolved around slavery and its um, and its hatred for the uh, uh, anybody of a, a melanated persuasion, any native Black America or a person a descendant of that. But now it says here. Uh, in the uh, Wikipedia that the critical race theory is an ac academic movement of uh, civil rights scholars and activists in the divided snakes who um, seek to critically examine the law as it intersects with the uh, issues of race and the challenges of the uh, lamestream liberal approach to um, racial injustice and its origin in the uh, mid-1970s and the uh, writings of a uh, uh, several American uh, legal scholars, including uh, Derek Bell, uh, Alan Freeman, uh, Kimberly Crenshaw, uh, Richard uh, Diago, uh, Cheryl Harris, uh, Charles R. Lewis III, um, Mark or Mari uh, Masanda, and Patricia J. Williams. These are uh, authors, ladies and gentlemen, who have written novels on this subject of the uh, critical race theory and you can find uh, a bunch of these uh, uh, um, books uh, like the uh, critical race theory and its introduction the uh, critical uh, race theory the uh, key writings uh, critical race theory in education they have a second edition uh, faces at the uh, bottom of the well, the handbook of uh, critical race uh, in education, and the list goes on and on, ladies and gentlemen, of these books that you can read to familiarize yourself with the uh, critical race theory. And this list goes on and on and on. Now, with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, later on in this segment, I'm going to uh, play a, uh, a snippet of uh, Mark Lamont Hill when he grills this uh, black conservative, this uh, bootlick, this uh, uh, butt-broken, um, biscuit-biting, plantation pappy, um, C.J. Uh, 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 Pearson, when they're going to talk about the uh, critical race theory. And yeah, you heard me calling them names, and I'm staying by them. And when you listen to that segment, you'll understand why. Because here is a man who claims to be educated, but yet seems to know nothing about uh, critical race theory or any of his authors or any pieces or books or anything that he's read on it. This seems like that he has exactly no knowledge of the critical race theory, but yet his Sambo tiptoeing through the tulips, uh, butt broken butt, wants to... Uh, criticize it and says that it doesn't need to be in our education systems and uh, legislation needs to be brought in order to uh, halt the um, these uh, uh, teachers from um, educating our young and our youth on this subject. Now, how could that possibly be? And yet you don't know anything uh, or can't name anything about where you have studied, read, 
on, on the subject, but yet you want to bash it. And see, and that's something we don't do here at, at uh, Chilling with Teddy G. I am not going to intelligently try to talk about something or voice uh, uh, my opinion whether I think it's right or wrong and I don't know anything about it. I would tell you, you know, because like we say, this is a totally unfiltered channel. So if there's something that I don't know about, then I'm not going to intelligently try to talk about it. If I do want to um, have commentary on the subject, I'll bring someone on who has, um, who's familiar with the uh, uh, subject that we want to talk about and who can uh, intelligently talk about it. You know, that just because I may not know something about it doesn't mean that I, I, I won't have it on this show. It means I won't try to intelligently indulge in the conversation when I am not familiar with it, but I will bring on someone who is, which is one reason why I have uh, um, Mark Lamont Hill discussing this because, you know, he does have a PhD and he, uh, and he is familiar with uh, uh, this subject. So, well, with that being said, though, ladies and gentlemen, that's the reason why I said what I said about that individual, because how can you going to intelligently try to uh, debate something or debunk it and, and, and say that it doesn't need to be in, in, in today's education system, and yet you don't know anything about it? That tells me, this is what that tells me. That tells me that you were raised by Mazungus or your parents was raised by Mazungus and passed down that type of uh, 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 behavior to you because for you to knock your people and to knock what Mazungus have done to us and how it has transformed into today's uh, 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 um, very fabric of what uh, Native Black Americans have to go through to live in the divided snakes of America tells me that you are Mazungu wannabe, especially if you got melanated skin. We all we are all too well familiar with you plantation mammies and pappies, okay, and how y'all are, are white wannabes, and you <clears throat> excuse me, and you'll do anything you can in order to uphold and sustain uh, racism in America and the uh, the the white pledge of that we're superior to all and that everybody else going to bow down, kowtow, and step and fetch to the way that we want things done. And that's the bottom line. You got these white wannabes who do that. And a lot of them will get dropped bags, you know, in order to continue that, uh, that legacy, you know? So with all that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, education uh, uh, week uh, reported on this and I wanted to, uh, uh, share with you where it says that the critical race theory is under attack and we know that it is right by by any uh, um, uh, white wannabes and these uh, Mazungus who want to keep these uh, these uh, theories and actually these facts hidden from um, from the public this is what they do this is what they've been doing that's why the education system ladies and gentlemen is distorted with uh, uh, lies and false narratives like uh, President Columbus discovering America, for example. You can't discover a place where somebody is already living and, and there is a, uh, a human presence already there. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about this false narrative 
that has been painted in the education system, especially when it comes to um, American history as well as uh, uh, black history, which in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, it's the, it's the same two things because black history is American history because we the one that built this country off the sweat, tears, and blood of our backs, you know, and, uh, and we haven't profited from it none whatsoever. Did we get uh, uh, 40 acres in a mule? Absolutely not. But anyway, this article goes on to say that in recent months, uh, state lawmakers have wound into the uh, ongoing debate over how to uh, teach the uh, nation's complicated history and make sense of its presence. You know, that's it. That's it's simple. You get some teachers who's educated on the subject and who's willing to tell the truth about it. But, oh, that's what they don't want. Now, the slate of the new bill proposed by the uh, Republican um, legislators this session attempted to regulate how teachers can discuss racism, sexism, and issues of equality and justice in the classroom. Now, why would you want to do something like that uh, if you want to really educate your children? That means they don't really want to educate their children and they want to hide the truth from them. And they want to hide the truth from the American public, in my opinion. Now, many of these uh, lawmakers said uh, that their proposals are designed to keep critical race theory out of schools, which it is. Now, these academic uh, frameworks created by uh, uh, legal scholars in the 1970s and 1980s posit the uh, racism isn't just a product of individual bias, but embedded in the uh, legal system and its practices which is absolutely 100% true. Now, now listen to this. As of June 10th, legislators in 20 states have introduced bills that would uh, restrict the teachings of critical race theory or limit how teachers can discuss racism and sexism according to the Education Weekly Analyst. Four states have signed this bill into law. Now, you tell me, ladies and gentlemen, then, that if... uh, if what these uh, critical race um, theories uh, teach isn't uh, the truth, then why don't they want it uh, taught? I'll tell you why. I'm glad you asked. Because they want to hide the deceptiveness, the, the deviant, uh, dynamic, and evil practices that they have done to Native Black Americans throughout history, and it's still going on today. And they don't want their dirty laundry, as you know I take care of in the beginning of this show, for instance, that uh, they don't want that um, exposed. No, they don't want to uh, uh, um, have you digging up the bones that they buried. They don't want you telling where the locations are to use those type of terms. They want those bodies to stay secretly buried and never to be mentioned of again because it may destroy the very fabric of what um, uh, uh, Mzungu society operates on today. And that that's definitely is to help keep Native Black Americans down and keep them as a, uh, a third class. Actually, keep us at the lowest class, in my opinion. Over the past year, the idea of critical race theory has uh, become a political flashpoint. 
um, where in office former President Donald Trump pushed for um, patriotic education and accused teachers who discussed racism and bias with students of uh, left-wing indoctrination. Now, last fall, he issued an executive order banning certain types of diversity training for uh, federal employees. 16 of the state bills recently introduced um, introduced used language from this order. Lawmakers who have authored these bills claim that the teachers have adopted the tenets of critical race theory and are teaching about race, gender, and identity in ways that uh, sue um, <clears throat> divisions among students. Both um, opponents claim that these uh, that such uh, legislation will stifle discussions of how racism and sexism have shaped the country's past and continues to affect social, political, and economic uh, uh, systems, which is what I said. Now, some um, um, administrators have already said law like these would halt their efforts to root out racism in schools, and scholars of critical race theories has argued the law um, mischaracterizes the framework. It, um, and we're going to discuss that in, uh, with uh, uh, Mark Hill and the uh, Sambo uh, C.J. Pearson uh, right now. Welcome back to Black News Tonight. After Iowa, Florida just hours ago has joined the list of states banning the teaching of critical race theory in schools. According to WJXT of Jacksonville, in today's state board meeting, a last minute amendment was added to the original proposal. It spells out critical race theory as well as the 1619 project as examples of theories that distort historical events and are inconsistent with the state board mandates. Many attendees showed their support in protest after a member of the Northside Coalition of Jacksonville called on the board to, quote, allow the teachers to teach the truth. Protests fell on the deaf, deaf ears as the board voted to approve the new amendment banning the theory from Florida classrooms. Joining me now is C.J. Pearson. He is the campaign manager for Georgia gubernatorial candidate Vernon Jones. He also runs a nonprofit and he is a very prominent young conservative. C.J., good to see you. Welcome to Black News Tonight. Thanks so much for having me, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here. So I want to make sure that I have understood your position clearly. I don't want to presume that yours is the exact same as anyone else's. Do you oppose the teaching of critical race theory and the 1619 Project in schools? You know, I oppose the teaching of, of black victimization, period. I think that the color of our skin should not dictate our future, doesn't determine our future. I think that black people deserve a lot more credit than that. I also believe that teaching our children to hate other people because of the color of their skin or to blame their situation on someone of another race is also wrong. It's a step backwards, not a step forward. Uh, you know, people describe critical race theory as progressive, but it's anything but. As we seek to relitigate the past, all we're doing is rehashing old wounds, uh, and, and they aren't affecting, you know, the, the future of these young people. Young black kids do not need to be told that because of the color of their skin, they won't be able to overcome the circumstances they find themselves in. That's not going to uplift our community. That's not going to push our people forward. All it's going to do is just, again, push us further towards victimization and not towards anywhere towards empowerment. 
I didn't answer the question. So just for clarity's sake, because I'm not sure you answered the question, do you specifically oppose the teaching of critical race theory and the 1619 Project in schools? Yeah, I do. And and the reason I oppose okay, it is, cool, again, cool. because I oppose black I, I, victimization. I, I got your reason. Fair. Okay. One of the things that you said, first, second question, uh, have you read the 1619 Project? I, I am familiar with the work of, of the New York Times there with, the, with that project. Here's the deal. You know, we can talk about all the reasons. No, no, no. But, but, uh, one, one, CJ, one second, though. I, I, CJ, one second, though. I just want to make sure so that we can have a full conversation. I just want to make sure for clarity's sake, have you, I know you're familiar with it, but have you actually read it? I'm familiar with, with her work, yes. But have you read the 1619 Project in, in particular? I'm familiar with her work. This is, a, we're talking about critical race theory. I don't think all of critical okay. race theory is completely dependent upon the New York Times' reporting of the 1619 Project. Unless it is. No, no, that's, that's, that's fair. That's fair. And that's fair. The reason I was asking is because this particular bill in Florida, though, was specifically specifically named both critical race theory and um, and the sixteen nineteen project. So I was asking if you'd read it since you oppose it. But I understand you're saying you're familiar with her work, even if you haven't read the specific sixteen nineteen project in its entirety. You're saying you're familiar with Nicole Hannah Jones's work. I would uh, wager to say that it might be helpful to read it in its entirety before have taking that position. But the a priori approach uh, is, is also doable. Um, let me move to another piece of this. You said that teaching that we should hate people, you said two things. One, uh, you said that the idea of teaching people that because of the color of their skin, they won't be able to succeed in America or that the color of their skin is a, is a reasonable explanation for their failure to succeed. The CR, the critical race theory uh, movement, the critical race theory research, critical race theory writing, do you believe that it argues that? Yeah, it, it, it's quite clear. You know, people on the left have managed to somehow conflate black history with critical race theory. It, it's not that. You know, no one on the right is making the argument that you shouldn't be teaching students, young people, about black history. People are saying that you shouldn't teach young people that racism is acceptable if it's directed towards white people. That's what's wrong here. It's teaching young people that we're not in control of our own destiny, young people of color to be specific, we're that not. we're not in control of our own destiny, and that is wrong. Today, you look at the world. Words of Martin Luther King Jr. Judge not someone by the color of their skin, but the content of their character. Critical race theory is absolutely opposed to that logic, opposed to that uh, that teaching, and that's why we're against it. It's not because we're trying to take black history out of our schools. We're trying to take racism out of our schools, which is unfortunately what critical race theory has morphed itself into. You know, he sounds like an idiot the more and more I, I listen to him. Now, he's sitting out here wanting to quote uh, a Martin Luther King quote, a quote of um, judging somebody by the uh, content of their character. Well, Mzungu character represents and shows uh, racism in every facet, in every part of the fabric of uh, these divided snakes of America. Who was he kidding? That's why I told you, ladies and gentlemen, he grew up in the Mzungu home or he grew up on the Mzungu teachings in order to say that it's wrong for native black Americans to believe that racism still exists today and to hold the individuals accountable. This is what he's trying to tell you. He's trying to tell you, no, don't hold them accountable. No, don't teach about it. No, don't make your, your children aware of the, uh, systemic, uh, racism that they're living in today. 
when uh when they want to try to get uh some fair housing or try to get some loan from some financial institution or or, or the same thing if they want to try to buy a car or the same thing if they're stopped by uh some uh, race law enforcement uh uh soldier and having to deal with the uh unfair injustice system he's got to be kidding to think that uh what he's saying is uh, the truth when it clearly is not. Come on. Um, do you think that schools would be better off if they followed the example in the words of Martin Luther King rather than critical race theory? Yeah, I think that they would exactly be better off if they did that. Again, teaching young people. Uh, look that, at that, your that, neighbor. That's fair. No, that's, that's fair. But, well, let me, let me ask a follow-up. To, let, me, let me ask a follow-up. Like hold, hold, hold on one second. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. I was just, there's a time delay. Um, my question is, Martin Luther King, uh, before he died, said that he was uh, apt to believe that most white Americans were unconscious racists. Do you agree with that part of Martin Luther King's teaching? And do you think that that should be taught in school? Because that seems to be in line with critical race theory. Well, I think what also Martin Luther King implored people to do, again, to go back to what I was saying. No, no. Can you answer, can you answer that specific question? Can yeah, you answer that answer specific question, though? Can you answer that specific question? Because if you're saying we should follow King's example and King argued that most whites were a subconscious racist, I'm asking you to answer that specific question. Do you agree with that piece of Martin Luther King's teaching and do you agree that that should be taught in school? Well, Mark, if you, if you let me answer the question, I, I gladly will. Here's again, the deal is we can parse Martin Luther King's words all day long. The fact of the matter is that any type of racism is unacceptable, whether it's directed at black people, white people, Asian people, yellow people, green people, it is wrong. It has no place in our schools and certainly has no place in being taxpayer funded. Okay, uh, just to be clear, you didn't answer the question about Martin King, but I won't, I won't, I won't badge you on it. I'll move on to another question. But my question was if you agree with Martin Luther King on that issue and you have not answered it, but I'll move on to another question here. Um, you said that critical race theory teaches to hate white people. You said that critical race theory teaches that black people won't succeed or can, that their race is the reason why they don't succeed in America. What critical race theorist argues that? Can you name one, just one out of the hundreds of people who've written in critical race theory? Can you name one who says that? We're talking about the body of work here, Mark. I, you know, I understand your tactic. You ask specific name one. questions. No, no, I'm no, asking you to name no. one. Mark, I'm asking you to name me, just let one. Me, let me talk. Let me talk, Mark. You know, I understand your tactic. You ask these specific questions to flex your PhD degree. I get it. That's cool. But also, too, let's talk about the total body of work. It's not limited to one particular scholar. We're talking about the body of work, the body of work that teaches that black people are disadvantaged because of the color of their skin, the body of work that teaches that all white people, as you said, are apparently unconscious racists, the body of work that tells young black folks in this state, in this country, that we are nothing more than our circumstances. That is not how we propel our people. That is not how we push forward. That is not how we become the independent black people, black community that I know you want us to be, Mark, deep down. That's not how we move our people forward right. at all. So, so, just, so just to be clear, the unconscious racist thing was Martin King, not critical race theory. I'd only brought Martin Luther King because you said we should follow his example. The second thing is I'm, I'm not trying to force you into quote, understanding you one. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. No, 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 no. No, I wasn't justifying anything. I was asking when you said we should follow we should follow Dr. King's words. I was asking if you meant all words. Some of the words are just the ones that supported your argument. But let me move on to what I was actually saying. 
I wasn't asking you to name a specific critical race theorist to prove a point other than that I, that I have yet to find any evidence of what you're saying. And you're saying that you're talking about the entire body of work. So I'm saying, in the, you, you've clearly, let me, let me not be presumptuous, you have actually read primary critical race theory, right? You, you've actually read the sources. You're not just reading like what other people said, but you've read critical race theory and found this for yourself. I'm is taking, that, is that, I'm that's taking, a fairly easy I'm yes or no question. Yeah, I've taken classes in critical race theory at, at the University of Alabama. I've spoken on, on, on panels within okay. classes that use critical race theory. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. So, 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 okay, so in the classes you took, you read this. Who did you read? Can you name one person that you read that said that people are the, uh, are the sum of their racial circumstances or that yeah. black people can't succeed purely because of their race or to hate black, uh, white people because of their race? And all the readings you've done, all the panels you've been on, all the stuff you said you've done, can you name one name reading, one. one title, one author? One paragraph, once. Can you name anything to substantiate the point you're making? Yeah. You know, here's the deal. Here's the deal, Mark. Name one. We're talking about a body of work. Unless here's the deal is the name of the person. I'm asking you to name something. Somebody. Give me something, brother. I'm just saying, Mark, you're saying that the whole is, body of work says this, no and you state. can't name one. There is no Mark, there is no state banning specific scholars from being taught in our schools. We're banning bodies of work that preach hate and preach racism. We can get into semantics, right. parse details all night long. It's not, sema it's it's not semantic. Is, it's not no, semantic. You're saying, no state, you're saying it's no the state, body of work. No state, is what? no state is doing what you're saying. Let's talk about the okay. issue. The issue is critical. We're not talking okay, about- Okay, let's, okay, I'll move on. I'll move on. I'll, I'll move on. Okay, I'll move, I, I will move on. You just said that, that no specific people are being named. In Florida today, the 1619 project was specifically named. Are you are you disagreeing that that's what the Florida legislation says? Or are you saying you didn't, you weren't aware that this just happened? I'm saying that no state is Did going you say not after specific person. Dollar. The 1619 project. The 1619 project, project is Nicole Hannah Jones. Led, was led by that particular author, but it wasn't just her. You idiot. So okay. So you're saying boom. it's not going by anybody by name. It's going by the entire body of work, right? And I he is a idiot. Let me say that again. Niggerly ignorant. And, I, and we can go to commercial. You know what? You can come back. We can finish the conversation after the commercial. But again, just to be clear, I've asked you to name one piece in that body of work that you've said you've substantively read. And I've gotten nothing from you in terms of name. But I'm going to go to commercial. We're going to come back. And I want you to talk, explain to me your views on whether systemic racism exists. So let, let's move on to the next thing here. You say you it, critical race theory, I would stipulate, I would agree, I would concede, if you will, stipulates that racism is an intractable problem in America and that racism is a foundation of America, of American institutions, of American society, and certainly of American law. Would you agree with that premise? No. You know, I think this entire obsession with racism that people on the left have is the most counterproductive thing that's ever inflicted the black community. You know, how are we going to progress as a community if we're not focused on absolutely uplifting ourselves, but instead we're looking backwards and focus on the things that are supposedly holding us back and holding us down? I just disagree with that. I think that our community is going to be propelled by people who look at the circumstances that they find themselves in and say that these aren't going to hold me back. That's how we lead our people forward. That's how we set our people free, not by teaching and obsessing over the everyday racism that we're going to run into. The question really is, do you let it control you or do you overcome it? And I'm choosing to be an overcomer. OK, so, so you said a few provocative things. there. So do you think that all communities should not look backwards and, and worry about the oppression of their history and they should just only look forward or just black people? Let me say something before he answers that question. 
How you gonna know where you're going if you don't know where you came from? Hello, message. I'm saying that we should be present thinking people, forward looking people, and that's how we move forward as a community. We can't change what happened in the past. Okay. There's something to learn from it, yeah, but we should be looking forward. So should we not remember slavery? Should we not commemorate slavery? Should we not talk about oppression in the past as we move forward? Can we do that? Can we do both and like look at the past and move forward? Or should we simply move forward? Again, as I said, there are lessons to be learned from the past. I think the difference between where we're coming from is whether or not you should dwell on it or not. I was never a slave. You were never a slave. Your parents weren't even slaves, Mark, and you're a little bit older than me. The fact of the matter really is, is that we have to decide whether or not we're going to let our history constrain us or we're going to free ourselves. As A, A, okay, so what's that song by Tosh so Break Every Chain? We got to break every chain, Mark. We got to break every chain. All right. So, so studies show that the impact of slavery can still be felt in black education, black uh, housing, black um, in terms of uh, black social mobility. Studies show that black people are still being economically impacted by slavery. Um, studies also show that some of the most powerful institutions in America, whether it's universities, whether it's insurance companies, uh, multinational corporations, that they're also rooted and fortified by slavery. So the experts say that slavery still impacts today. Do you disagree with those experts or do you think that we should ignore the, those realities? You know, I think at the end of the day, we do have to grapple with the history of America. And I think that there are definitely ways to go about that and ways that empower our community instead of hobble it. You look at what President Trump did when he was president of the United States as far as implementing economic opportunity zones, which which funneled commercial funds into inner cities that had long been neglected because of disastrous liberal policies that ran them into the ground. That's how we actually beat back what you describe as systemic racism, right? It's by giving black people opportunities to create jobs, create small businesses, uh, and actually build something. You know, the difference between liberalism and conservatism is actually really simple. Liberalism makes being poor comfortable, makes be living in poverty comfortable. Conservatism is about giving people the power to escape that kind of poverty. So if we were to have a school curriculum that analyze history, but said, let's move forward. Let's not just, let's talk about the past, but let's also change public policy. Let's change the law. Let's reimagine our own position in the world. Let's tell our stories, but let's also advance. Would you be okay with that? Yeah, yeah, like I said, I'm not opposed for learning what true history is. Uh, but I think, again, like we should be in, we should also be teaching young people that we're in control of our destinies and control of our future. And I think that critical race theory runs the risk of telling young black kids who sit in the classroom that regardless of how hard they try, how hard they work, they will never ever be able to succeed just as much as their white counterpart. And how demoralizing is that, Mark? Like just to hear someone say that because yeah. of the color of your skin, you can't be everyone that the person that you want to be. That's not what we should be teaching our young people. Yeah, that I, I agree that, that I agree that that's demoralizing. Where we disagree is that I've never found any any place in critical race theory that says that. But I'm glad. I think where we reach consensus is where I said, would you agree with the curriculum that would uh, speak to history, understand the roots of racism, but allow us to move forward, to shift policy, to shift law, and to recognize individual agency against the backdrop of all that stuff? I think you're right. I think we can reach uh, a consensus there. The great thing about that consensus, though, CJ, is that all everything I just mentioned are the key foundational principles of critical race theory. So I think you might actually be an undercover though. secret critical race theory. <laughs> no, it is if you read it. 
It is if you read it, but, but I'm going to give you one more chance. Just one more chance. Let me pause you one more thing because we got to go. But I want to ask you. I want to ask you one question, and you can you can feel free to punt. You can feel free to log off. You can feel free to say pass. You can phone a friend, maybe call Vernon. I don't know, but I'm going to ask you. Can you name one critical race theory article or book? Just one. You don't have to describe it. You don't have to summarize it. Can you just name one? Just one. Is in the sixteen nineteen project critical race theory? No, it's not actually. It's absolutely not. But you so cited give you another it chance. One. You cited it is one. You cited no, no, it is one. Actually, hold on, pause. What I no, what I said was was that the <laughs> Florida legislature mentioned both <laughs> critical race theory. Block, no, no, let me, let me, let me. No, no. When you when you rewind this video, you'll see that that's not the case. What I actually said was that 1619 Project and critical race theory were things named by the legislature. Critical race theory is not does not include um, the 1619 Project. So let's take that off the table. I'm going to give you another pass. But then you can you but name then, but no, one? No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 This is a simple question. If you don't want to answer it, it's fine. I'm being fair. Can you name? You you said you take. You said you said. Okay, let me let me restate the question. Since you've read critical race theory, since you've taken it, since you feel like you have enough understanding of it to say you don't want it in schools. Let's take the 1619 Project off the table since you and I don't seem to agree, although it's clearly not critical race theory, right? Can you name one critical race theory article, text, or author? Can you just name one that exists? I'm not asking you to describe it. I'm not asking you to define it. I'm not asking you to analyze it. Can you just name one that exists? Can you just name one that exists? I'm not asking you to describe it. I'm not asking you to define it. I'm not asking you to analyze it. Can you just name one that exists? Okay, well, you described the author of the sixteen nineteen project as a critical race theorist. So again, uh, my answer is that I did not. I did. I, I, I did not. Okay. You asked I, me if not. I could name a critical okay, race it, theorist. I said can it you wasn't name about one? A particular scholar. I'm answering your question. You said it wasn't can about a particular one? scholar. You, I, you said it wasn't. I, <laughs> you don't know. You asked. You can't me, name did one. I answer your question. You can't, Mark. This you're is, not answering the question. I'm saying great. this is fun. Can you can Mark, you name I'm one? A good time. This, this is really fun. I'm going to have to let you go, but. All right. So 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 again, let's since since we're not agreeing on 1619 Project, which is not critical race. And I did not say that. And again, when you rewind the video, you'll see that you've read the books, you've taken the class. Okay, let's say you're right. Now I'm asking you to name one. Can you name one since you've done the reading, since you know this enough to want to ban it? Can you just name one author, one book, one article, one abstract? Can you just name one for me? Well, Mark, if we're saying I'm right, then I'm going to say the 1619 Project one more time. The answer okay. Change. So if so, okay, that's fine. So okay, so okay, so if you're if you're if the only critical race theory project or or, or that you can name is the sixteen nineteen project, which is not one, right? Then I would submit that perhaps it might be worthwhile to actually read the literature in critical race theory. And I know you took a class on it, but can't remember the names. I know you've been on panels, but don't remember the people you were on the panels with with, with these critical race theories. But I would strongly suggest just reading one. Read Kimberly Crenshaw. Read Derek Bell. Read uh, Solorsano, read Delgado, read Guineer. Uh, there's so much to read out there. And I'm just saying that you might have a different opinion on critical race theory, my brother, if you read it. Oh, at least, and read it well enough to remember their names. Go ahead, Or Mark. if you read the book well enough to remember the title. Tell Is that a fair Mark. assessment? I'll give you the last word. You know, again, you know, you, we, can, we can do this entire intellectual thing that, you know, it's back and forth. But at the end of the day, listen, this is about whether or not we're going to be teaching our kids taxpayer-funded taxpayer aid or not. 
That's what this is about. And, and, and that's what we're against. That's what we're fighting against. Uh, and we're going to take this fight state after state. We're going to teach young black kids in this country uh, that they are in control of their destiny, not the color of their skin. And they won't be held back just because of some racist boogeyman who's set out to keep them down. That's not what I'm teaching. That's not what I'm going to teach my kid. And Mark, I hope that you, you won't teach your kid that either. No, no. I'm going to teach them to read the books, <laughs> analyze the books, analyze the policy and make determinations based not on these abstract fears of critical race boogeymen, but of actual real issues and problems that we face. <laughs> I'm going to give you the last 10 seconds. Can you name a critical race theorist now? I gave you five of them. It rhymes with Fremberly Crenshaw. Come on, give me one. Kimberly Crenshaw. There you go. <laughs> there we go. CJ for the win. We'll see you back with more Black News tonight after the break. CJ, thanks for joining me. We'll see you, ladies and gentlemen. Now you understand when I tell you about boot licks, about licking somebody's boots because you a white wannabe, because you a sambo tiptoeing through the tulips, and you can't even name one author, one article. You can't even make one phrase, one sentence out of the uh, critical race theory, but yet you're back in the uh, uh, Mazungus that this shouldn't be taught in schools, and yet you know absolutely nothing about it. That's because you're riding on the coattail of a, uh, a Mazungu individual because you stuck on trying to be something you're not, which is certainly not white. And if you look at your skin color, if you looked in the mirror, you would know that. So you need to jump off that bandwagon and jump on the proper stand on black code and get in this uh, critical race theory taught to our young children so they will know where they uh, come from. This will teach them where they are. This will let them know in order how to proceed forward in life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, with all that being said, I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in to uh, Let's Talk About It on uh, Chilling with Teddy G. And uh, I appreciate you guys for uh, uh, listening in. And I ask you guys to hit that share button and share this story. Hit that follow button if you haven't already, ladies and gentlemen, and start following this channel on many uh, podcast apps and uh, uh, platforms. As you know, I'm your host, Teddy G., who loves you guys, and loving you guys is my food, and Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. And as I tell y'all always at the end of every show, please continue to do your social distancing because we're not out of the woods yet with this COVID-19, its variances, and the other viruses that's out there trying to attack us. And until God grants me the opportunity to talk to you guys again, I bid each and every one of you peace, love, and soul. Thank <laughs> you.